the hell is going on around here? It's absolutely inexcusable. Except it's absolutely true. And yet it's All absolutely it. correct. I think it's absolutely thrilling. Absolutely Dystopian Podcast. Good morning, folks. Today is Wednesday, the uh, 20th of December. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of (laughs) As the World Turns. There's so much shit going on. Uh, It's really, it's really a lot. I can't even hardly describe some of the things that are happening. Uh, I'm going to give it a shot, though, in today's episode. A few things I want to touch on, okay? Uh, First and foremost, it's pouring fucking rain outside. Uh, Yesterday was pouring fucking rain all day. Today's pouring fucking rain all day. And there's some local flooding, some uh, advisories for different things, travel advisories... We need the rain. Rain in California is great because it cleans everything. You don't think about that. In all the drought years, the last five years, well, a couple years ago, we had years of drought. And when people go into a parking lot or on the sidewalk outside of 7-Eleven or outside of the grocery store, they're spitting, they're throwing, spitting gum out. You see all kinds of bums pissing in the corner or in San Francisco people pooping in the street trash, needles uh, all kinds of biohazard and trash and when the rain comes that's a natural rinse down of all the surfaces that really need it parking lots that are full of filth all all kinds of like Things, handrails outside of a, a grocery store, all the shopping carts out in the rain. Lord knows all that shit needs to be cleaned, okay? 
all the stuff you don't think about that is filthy, like homeless people pushing shopping carts around full of God knows what. And then they leave the shopping cart in the parking lot and it gets put back in with the rest of them. They throw the stuff in the trash. There is no washing shopping carts. There is no disinfecting shopping carts. You grab a shopping cart that a homeless guy's been pushing. He's got his fucking dog in it. And God knows what else. And people are just grabbing and going because they're in a hurry. Myself included. So rain is very important in California to me. That's how I view it, is it washes, at least helps to clean everything. Flushes shit down the drains. Uh, so rain is good. And we can use, always use the water, even though our, all the aquifers and all the, uh, all the, all of the uh, different bodies of water in California right now are full. They're actually over capacity, the different reservoirs. We can still use the water, always, always. And it's good to see it coming for two years in a row uh, after all those years of drought. So I'll take it. Uh, locally, this big story, one of the big stories is a local uh, legislator named Sean Lolloe, L-O-L-O-E-E, uh, Latin American owns a bunch of grocery stores. I think there's four big grocery stores. They're nice, fancy, Mexican grocery stores where you can buy the pinatas, you can buy all the Mexican pastries, you can buy all the Mexican cuts of meat. It's a Mexican grocery store, a supermercado. I mean, they have regular groceries in there, but they have a tortilleria where they make the tortillas that are really good. And I used to live right by one of those stores and I'd go there all the fucking time. Good prices. Uh, they had like a Chinese restaurant. They had like a Mexican burrito bar where you could get stuff put together. And all were super popular. Always crowded, busy store. And I think there was three of them. They're in kind of sketchier neighborhoods, but they're very popular. And they're big. And they're fancy. And it's a high dollar deal. Well, this Sean Lolloe guy, who apparently owns these grocery stores... It just surfaced, he must have got under somebody's skin because it just surfaced that he's been extorting his employees, ripping them out of pay, saying, going thin on the overtime, not paying correctly, and saying, hey, if you go tell anybody about these payment issues, your ass is going back to Mexico, I'm going to have you deported, which is foul as hell. And his employees were scared. All the, most of the employees there are either straight from Mexico or whatever of Mexican descent. And another crazy thing was when he paid his employees, he didn't give them a paycheck. He gave them like a Western Union money gram. And it just so happens that they incorporated a Western Union outlet inside of each one of these grocery stores so the employees could cash their checks and they would have to take a 3% hit for doing so. But that's the only way they could cash their checks. So it's like a real shitty deal he had going. And now he's getting run through the mill. He got caught red-handed. He's getting federal charges. And it looks like he's going to be out of the picture. And I don't know what's going to happen to these markets. Either they're going to get bought by somebody or something. Because they're very successful. Uh, pretty high dollar deal. And uh, so 
that's a big thing and uh, that's a local market and that's that's going to affect a lot of people in Sacramento that shop there and yeah so it's another legislator got caught uh, with his hand in the till dirty dealing and he must have pissed off somebody because they, they they're going after his ass so he's got federal charges uh, something else I wanted to mention the next time you hear a news reporter on the radio speak about either Donald Trump or vaccines or anything listen to what they say and listen for the facts that they give to you quote unquote facts and then listen for the part where they give you their opinion sometimes they give you their opinion first what you should what they think you should think and then they give you the facts and I heard that a couple times this morning and I said you know what you're presenting this as a news story, like the news anchors are saying, okay, we're going to throw it to the ABC News desk for further uh, report on Trump. Well, everybody knows that Trump is guilty, but uh, he's in court today and this and that. They're always throwing in their fucking opinion and two cents and they do it. And they think they're slick about it. And... If you're not listening, that will shape your opinion. And I think that takes hold with a lot of Americans who are just driving in their car or they're distracted or they're busy, whatever, the news is on. Uh, well, everybody knows Trump's guilty, but today he's in court. And it, Oh, yeah, yeah, everybody does know Trump's guilty. Oh, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. Yeah, she's right. No, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen to the facts and then listen when they give you their opinion. That's a problem. That makes it an opinion piece, not a not a news uh, a news story. That makes it an editorial, effectively. That's bullshit. That's that's bad media reporting, and that's common. So next time you hear some shit on the news with ABC or with a, they throw it over to NBC News Radio or whatever. All these fucking two-bit reporters that are 21 years old and they're making $17.50 an hour plagiarizing articles and generating them on chat GPT and trying to sell them for $5 each. Don't let them tell you what the fuck to do. Don't think that there's somebody because their voice is on the radio. Don't think that they're any kind of authority, especially if they have a British accent. British accents are used to project a position of authority because of the accent people automatically think that the report is correct there can it's factual the british people know better than we do they sound really smart and they take them at their word so watch out for the british accents too because that's some bullshit and they're playing that card as well otherwise what do we got we got all these asylum seekers in New York, Chicago, all over the United States, they're being served meals from the government. There are organizations that put together little meals, halal meals for the, for the people who need the, the halal stuff, and special meals for different cultures, vegetarian stuff, vegan stuff, and the government is, is hiring contractors to provide these meals hot meals to all these people, all these immigrants that just posted up here. And it's come to public attention that now 
All these people are throwing those meals in the trash because they think they're not good enough. They're all being rejected and all the meals that are delivered to a lot of these refugee compounds are being found in the garbage without even being opened. So the government's taking trouble to appease these people and give them free food, taking their restrictions into account, taking their religion into account, and they say, nah, fuck this crap. This is United States food. Fuck, throw that in the trash. I don't know what they're eating, but apparently all these immigrants, when they're presented this food, they are just disposing of it, which is uh, crazy and more, more craziness from the people you would expect it from. Uh, also, huge fucking news. Trump is banned in Colorado from running as a presidential candidate. Says the Colorado Supreme Court, seven people, four of them voted against Trump, three of them voted in favor of Trump running. So one person threw that out of balance and prevented Colorado from allowing Donald Trump to be on the presidential ballot. Therefore, making Joe Biden the essential shoe-in uh, now, I don't know if you can write in Trump's name or how that, how that works or if those are just thrown out because Trump's considered ineligible or whatever. Trump is, of course, appealing this to the Supreme Court, as he should, and the Supreme Court hopefully has their head screwed on straight and tells Colorado to get the fuck back and you guys are out of line. We'll see. Who fucking knows? Uh, it's crazy election... Election interference uh, of the highest order. That's what I feel. And it is more uh, quote-unquote lawfare. That's warfare when you use the law. It's weaponizing the law to use against people. It's, It's targeting people using laws and twisting them around to suit your third world motives. And apparently that's become a a normal thing now with the Democrats. Never been done before in history of the United States, especially to this extent. But the Democrats have no problem lowering the bar when it comes to morals, morality, um, right and wrong, common sense, decency, and yeah, the rule of law. So they're just shitting all over that. And they've managed to ban Trump from the, from the ballot in Colorado. We'll see where this goes. It's not over. Uh, and another thing, too, I've been hearing on the radio is all these polls popping up. Monmouth, Paul, all these different polls popping up. Oh, Trump's beating Biden by two points. Or Biden's leading by two points. And it's neck and neck in some of these. I have a question. If you plan on voting for Joe Biden, do you hate prosperity? Do you absolutely loathe freedom and prosperity? And you absolutely love to be told what to do. And you love to be controlled and dominated by somebody who is so blatantly corrupt and has so brain, brazenly brainwashed you 
you have no problem with that and you prefer it that way. Why? That's what I want to know. Why? Tell me why. Tell me a good reason why. Tell me your moral compass isn't completely fucking shattered on the floor. Tell me that you don't want prosperity. You want higher food prices for everyone. You want the borders open because why? Because freedom for everybody? Because they'll be riding in your neighborhood next year? Uh, Especially if we get Biden for four more years, it's going to be a wrap, folks. It's going to be a wrap. Like populations of third world countries are going to decline to next to zero with if Joe Biden is here for four more years. And then what happens when there's a terrorist attack of a significant magnitude here in the States? Who are you going to blame? Especially if it's among the, the border crossers or at the border or whatever. The cartel comes across and starts murdering border guards. Border patrol. When it, And then what? You say, oh shit, yeah, you know... Uh, but we, but we need free, but we need freedom, and we still need these people to come in. Okay, well, now they're living in your neighborhood, and they're and they're wandering down the sidewalk outside of your house, and they're stopping to take a look, uh, because you've got a nice place, and they think they could probably get some free shit, and they know you left for work an hour ago. Do they? The whole thing is just. It's it's a it's it ends badly. Okay, other nations thankfully are controlling this immigration, but for the U.S. and especially the Democrats, they are ushering in their demise. They think they're ushering in votes to keep them in power. Are they going to give? Are they going to let all these illegals vote all of a sudden? Uh, how the fuck is that going to happen? Besides, like treason. I mean, keeping the border open like it is right now is is a, it's actually treason, uh, and it's not by any stretch of imagination. It's by defin- simple definition of treason is being committed daily on multiple fronts by the Biden administration. That's not even a stretch. That's basic knowledge. And here we are, the Jim Jim Comer's impeachment committee. By the time they get around to getting off their thumb, Biden's going to be long gone. It's going to be a, an impeachment after hopefully Biden doesn't get elected again. And it will be a post, uh, post-effective impeachment against a president who's already out of office, which is asinine. If we can't move fast fast enough to effectively remove a corrupt leader who is blatantly corrupt and blatantly treasonous, what the fuck are we doing? I mean, the wheels turn so slow that by the time things come around, they're already served their four years, and hey, guess what? We found they were completely corrupt, and yeah, they were the President of the United States for four entire years, and we couldn't get it together to get them impeached. What the fuck? Democrats don't have a problem doing it. Republicans sure have some lead in their fucking ass. Let's fucking move it. Speaking of immigration, let's talk about Norway briefly, shall we? 
Norway is breaking ground when it comes to kicking these immigrants in the asshole. The European Union dictates to all these Nordic countries as members of the EU how many refugees they have to take in. And they've essentially ruined Sweden completely. Sweden is burning out of control. Not even an exaggeration. Go YouTube anything about Sweden and you'll find street riots. The immigrants are running the country. That's just simple facts. That's not even... Just go look anywhere. So trying to prevent that that actual garbage from happening, Norway has gotten good with it. And thanks to conservative leadership, in Norway, if you're an immigrant and you come over and you're allowed to come in, first of all, to even get in now while they process your application, you have to wait in Africa before they give you the okay to come over into their milk and honey socialist society where you work a five hour workday and everything else is paid for and you make a shit ton of money at any job. They have a rich social safety net and they pay dearly in taxes for it. But they have a great society that works excellent for them. There's zero crime. There's nothing. Uh, so now you're to remain in Africa before you even get processed to come over into Norway and they take very few people but the people they do take they continuously survey them surveil them there is low income housing in parts of especially Stockholm uh, Norway different parts where these immigrants are housed. But they, in order to prevent an, a ghetto or to prevent a counterculture, which develops when you throw a bunch of immigrants from a certain region of the world that is not your region, everybody knows they click up, they, they plot, plan, and scheme, and they start causing trouble in that community, and that's how shit goes downhill. Well, what they do is they spread these people out. And if there's any building, they, they constantly surveil and they, and they gather the facts on all these buildings that have X number of tenants. If the job, jobless list rate goes high in any of these buildings, they watch the incomes, who's jobless, they watch the crime, has anybody committed a crime? And if any, any building in Norway becomes a, a center for people who are unemployed and resembles any kind of a downtrodden or ghettoish uh, presence where trouble could breed and unrest may, may multiply, they take that building and they do one of two things. Number one, they get a wrecking ball and smash it to the fucking ground. The second option is they sell that building to an, to an investor who wants to buy it, flip it, turn it into houses, and sell it at top-notch rates and gentrify the shit out of it. So those people can't stay either way. If, the, if your building is full of people who cause trouble, they're going to either knock it down or put it on the market and you got to find someplace else to live. That's your fucking problem. Oh, and by the way, if you're a refugee and you do get allowed into the country, 
If you have any jewelry, gold jewelry, or anything of worth, or a, or a mass of cash, they confiscate that and say, this is your payment for coming into our country. Give me all your fucking gold, and give me all your cash. And we'll get, and if you have something that's sentimental, we may let you keep it, we may not. So get off, come off all your jewelry, run the fucking jewels, and come off all your cash, and then you can come in. And it's still conditional, motherfucker, so we're watching your ass. Get to work. So then, if the immigrant still doesn't feel like working or still causes trouble or a crime, then they get put in a detention center. There are three large detention centers in Norway. One is, a, is an island. Each one, the refugee has to spend the night in that center. It is, it is a locked center at night. You're free to come and go during the day, but at night, you sleep there. And that's it, period. And you're, they do have head counts every night. And you can be there indefinitely. If you commit a crime, or if you're, if you're always jobless, or whatever, even for no reason at all, if the government chooses you, you go live in that detention center indefinitely. And you get nothing. They give you a, a one single room with electricity and a light. They don't give you a fridge. They don't give you nothing. They give you a hard floor. You, you live there. If you want some shit, you're responsible for earning it and bringing it. If you want a refrigerator, fucking go earn it and buy it. If you want a microwave, go earn it and buy it. Then you can put it in your box. But until then, you're staying in this box until we either deport you because we feel like it. Or if you commit a crime, then we'll either deport you or throw you in jail. And you'll stay there. They are not fucking playing in Norway. If you're an immigrant, you're on watch. Big time. And they know exactly who the fuck you are. They are not having it. And that, that's damn impressive. And some of the people in Norway... They feel like, oh, that's not right. Our government shouldn't do such harsh things. We shouldn't, we shouldn't treat people so badly. They're, they're kind of getting the liberal mindset, but they are the minority. And there are some people coming to power. Uh, there's a, who's that lady? Inga. Uh, I forgot her name. I forget her last name. Uh, she's a hardline conservative, and she's... I think she's the ministry, Minister of Tourism or something, which is a fairly high-ranking thing in Norway. And she v recently visited one of those migrant camps. And some of the peop migrants came out, and she was in a Mercedes, and she had her bodyguards. And they were protesting around her car. She walked through there. She walked back out. She got in her car, and they were leaving. A couple of the protesters surrounded her car. Her bodyguard, she said, fucking drive. The bodyguard drove, ran over or ran down one of the protesters, and I guess there was, I saw it on video, it looks like she got ran over, kind of, her leg got ran over, they didn't stop, they don't give a shit, if you're a fucking immigrant, fuck you, and the immigrant uh, was complaining, oh, I got run over, and the news didn't cover it, and you get nothing, in Norway, you get fucking nothing, get back in your hovel, or go back to your country, if you don't like it, just leave, Norway is not fucking playing, and in their parliament, I forget what it's called there, essentially parliament, where they argue about immigration a lot. 
There is the head of the parliament. I uh, forget her name. She is like the, uh, the overseer of the parliamentary functions. She's got the gavel. And if at any point you present a woke argument in their parliament, like one of the pro-immigration people stood up and said, well, it's racist. The way you have, and she, the, she stood right up. She smacked the gavel. She says, not, you're not pulling any of that liberal shit here. She says, drop that right now. Make a valid argument or be gone. And he says, well, I do think it's racist. She smashed the gavel again. She says, enough, one more time and I'll eject you. Make a valid argument or be done with it. So then he kind of like, he tried to pull that shit, that woke shit. And then he had to actually try to make a valid argument why he thought immigrants should be let into the country. He wanted to try that leftist shit and they're not having it. They know. And the people in the streets know in Norway, if you say, oh, that's racist. Or you try any of that stupid American leftist rhetoric, uh, bullshit they laugh at you they're like wow you're really fucking doing that here bro we don't really accept that stuff here so that's that's like kindergarten nonsense like stupidity like we don't do that here so don't don't even start with your woke trash because we're not a woke trash country we're better than that and that's fucking stellar that's what makes norway a a okay country same as Poland, they're the same way. <clears throat> same as Turkey or Hungary. Turkey, not so much. Hungary and Viktor Orban, same thing. They are smashing the fucking leftists. Javier Malay in Argentina, same thing. Absolutely smashing fucking liberalism. It's even in any news news interview with any news organization, he loses it. These leftists are shit libtards. He calls them all. He just says that they're, they're out to kill anybody who's not with their ideology. They're out to kill, so we're moving first. We're not having it. Fuck that. Not in my country. We're reforming our country right now, and we're going to be going through some growing pains while we transform back to a real country. So all my people, hang on. This is going to hurt a little bit, but when we get to the other side, we're going to be golden. Javier Malay transforming Argentina, eliminating leftist culture. Thank fucking God. There, there are some people that have their heads screwed on straight. And Norway is, is kicking ass and doing it in a special way, which makes me kind of tingly inside. Uh, so there's that. Something else I would like to talk about. Actually, the last thing I'm going to talk about. Thank God, right? Something totally different. Tesla introducing their new Optimus robot. They had another robot. The first one was called Bumblebee, right? The whole Transformers thing. This one is called Optimus. And it's. I just saw the... New trailer released, the new informational short video about the upgrades that Tesla is doing to their robot. And it's happening at lightning speed. They are making robotic improvements at such a rapid pace 
I mean, these robots, they can handle eggs. They can... So much stuff. Anything a human do, can do, damn near one of these Tesla robots can do. They have tactile sensors in their feet and their hands. They can see, what is it, 250 meters. They have a focus range with their eyes and can discern things from, two. I think it's 250 meters. Something like that. They're going to be putting them to work in Tesla's automotive plants. Uh, when they release the Model 2, which is the uh, hatchback that's going to be coming out. So they're, they'll be employing robots in their factories first. And then they will be selling them on the open market. Starting at around $25,000 is the quoted going price. They haven't released, released them yet, but they're looking at it after they test them out in the, in the Tesla plants. And I'm going to tell you right now... If you have a mundane job, like if you're an Amazon worker and you're putting labels on boxes and stacking them or sorting them, uh, Amazon is either going to develop their own robot or they're going to staff with Tesla robots and all these Amazon workers will be gone. Uh, because Amazon can afford to pay 25 grand for an employee who works 24-7, uh, 365. At, with no benefits, <laughs> by the way. So these robots are here to fucking stay. Tesla has earned its place in the future of America. Uh, if that only lasts another week, I don't know. If it lasts another 100 years, I don't know. But however long it lasts, Tesla will be a prominent name because it has endeavored into robotic... Uh, production and robots are the future once you once you install AI into a robot and then you give them actual tactile uh, skilled movements where they could in essence start building more robots you can have robots building robots once you reach that point we're in the back seat you know what I'm saying and it's coming fast faster than I thought uh, if you haven't seen it, I, I think it's, I don't know if it's Optimus 2 Gen 1 or Gen 2. I think it's Gen 1, uh, but it's on YouTube. It's all over now. And the robot weighs, I think it's 135 pounds now. It was like 160. And they made it lighter, faster, smarter, better. These engineers are just killing it at Tesla. They're killing it. Elon has those guys. He has the best of the best. And they are cranking technology at a wicked speed with these fucking robots. So any humans worthy of replacing with a robot, I would say if Tesla employs these robots in their factories over the next year and they test them for another year, two years, and they refine them and they get even better and even better and even better, they already said that on these new Model 2 cars, the robots will be assembling. They plan on having robots paint because the robots have special color sensors in their eyes that knows the exact, exact tolerances of paint and color. And combined with AI, 
It's like a human with an unbridled mind. Humans are really limited as far as thought capacity, intelligence. Once you have an essentially a human, as far as movement and dexterity, you have a human. And then instead of a regular brain, you install an AI ultra brain with no limitations. Uh, it's a matter of time before the robots will start acting strange because people can't understand the level of thought or the level of action that they'll be executing and they'll they'll leave us they'll leave us in the dust. Hopefully we'll still get like uh, I want to say 15 years. Hopefully 20 more years before we are walking amongst robots. Uh robot cashiers. Um uh, I mean, you could have uh, anywhere. I mean, that, that's not limited to indoor. I mean, they'll function outdoor. You know, they have a battery in the chest of these robots, which is they're growing the capacity all the time. They're getting better, stronger, easier to charge. Uh, it's just really taken off. And I really didn't know... That Tesla had a viable robot program at all, but it turns out it's uh, actually going to be dominating. I know Honda had a robot that Asimo fucking what ten years ago, and that thing it can't even go upstairs and it's falling down or whatever. But yeah, so Tesla is going to be the name on the tallest building in the uh, new dystopian future world in the pouring rain. The big dirty city with the uh, neon lights everywhere. You're going to see a Tesla at the top of the tallest building. That will be here in the future. No matter what happens to Elon. Whether he's assassinated. Whether he's whatever. That name will be here. Unless of course he finds the people he gets to manage it. Bring it to the ground and, and decimate the whole thing. Very possibly, but Elon, if he's, if he's around for another 20 years, he's going to take it in directions that are... And I'm not even talking about space travel or any of the other endeavors. I'm just talking about the robots. It's, uh, it's here. And it's coming fast. So if you haven't seen it, go look for Tesla Optimus uh, on YouTube and watch just a couple minute video that just goes over some brief specs. But it's, uh, it's the future. And as they get cheaper, robots building robots, make them cheaper and cheaper, source their supplies cheaper and cheaper. And where the, when a robot becomes $5,000 and corporations buy 500 at a time and, and, and fill their uh, manufacturing facility with them and there's no humans even on the floor, what we gonna do? We're all gonna be posted up. And we're not all going to be going fishing, if you know what I'm saying. So I don't know if they're going to come out with a uh, a new welfare state for all the humans that aren't working anymore. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what's going to happen with that. But yeah, the future, man, it's coming fucking fast. So that's all. That's all I got right now. I got to get back to work and keep doing my stuff. As usual. But anyways, thank you for tuning in. 
And uh, I will talk to you guys next time. See you.